I'm John DiLibretto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Did you ever have a musician that you thought was brilliant, but he was maybe a little too off-center for most? I've got one of them today, Olga Shukai. If he was just the founding member of the German group Can, that would be enough to uh, sustain his reputation. But he's also released a string of solo albums and collaborations that were brilliant in the unique sound world they created. He was a precursor to hip-hop, as well as sample artists like The Orb, Cold Cut, and Wax Taylor. Find out why you're going to love this artist today in the Echoes podcast. That's coming up. This profile on Holger Shukai is one of the reasons you should support Echoes in our podcast. We are a repository of over 40 years of music and interviews from so many important composers. Ones you may know like Brian Eno, Kate Bush, and Philip Glass, and ones you may not like Holger Shukai. We bring it all to you on Echoes with sound portraits that cut to the source of inspiration which is why we need your help so that we can continue spreading this great music to more people. These podcasts are made available completely for free. If you like highly produced, incisive, and compelling interviews with artists and about music that you love, please help support the process so we can do even more. Go to echoes.org and become a member of the Echoes Sound Circle. We need great music more than ever. Go to echoes.org so that we can keep bringing it to you. And now, hold on to your hat as Kimberly Haas opens up a can of Holger Shukai. You're hearing Echoes and I'm John DiLibretto. Today, we remember Holger Shukai. Every generation kicks up its music eccentrics like John Cage, Harry Parch, and Captain Beefheart. Those were all musicians who heard music in a different way than most people. Olga Shukai is one of those musicians. He was a member of the seminal German rock group called Can, and he went on to a quirky solo career that drew people such as Brian Eno, David Sylvian, and Ja Wobble to his side for collaborations. Olga passed away last September. He would have turned 80 this past March. A new multi-disc collection of his work has just been released called Cinema. I got to interview Holger a few times, twice in the 80s at his home in Cologne and again in 1997 in New York. Kimberly Haas explores the sonic collage of Holger Shukai. There are many musicians who want their names up on the big screen as soundtrack composers. But German musician Holger Schukai isn't waiting for films. What I found out is that my music somehow creates pictures. If you listen to the music, you have images in your mind. And uh, this goes very well together, I think, with film music. And so I thought it is best um, I make some virtual film music and um, wait for the director who could need it because I think it's much better to start the music first and shoot the picture behind, instead the other way around. Born in 1938, Holger Shukai seemed as enthusiastic about music as ever when we talked with him back in 1998. Sitting in the lobby of Soho Suites in New York City, he still sported a Zapata mustache, pure white like his hair, 
He wears a coat that looks like something a circus ringmaster tossed in a Salvation Army bin, and his pants are neon red. His instruments are unusual as well. He may be the only artist to ever use a dictaphone as a musical device. This was the beginning, you can say, of an organized sample technique on the analog basis. Uh, this is, of course, a uh, device of nostalgia these days. Positively amazing, Doctor. Two perfect feet, two perfect legs, two perfect hands. Shukai would make recordings of found sound and TV dialogue on his dictaphone and use the speed control and loop functions to manipulate them. On his legendary 1979 album, Movies, he used hundreds of edits to splice together his epic works. I knew it. I knew it all the time. I knew something was wrong. But why did you have to tell me? Believe it or not, Holger Schukai is a conservatory-trained musician who studied with Karlheinz Stockhausen. But in the 60s, he dropped his acoustic bass to play electric in a group called Can. Throughout the 1970s, Can created an improvised brand of rock that nodded briefly towards the Velvet Underground before heading into space. Holger Shukai adapted the techniques of the electronic avant-garde, doing tape manipulations and recording sound off the radio, like Stockhausen and John Cage. This was for, during the very first can days. We made, for example, recordings in the studio, and there was a small radio left. And these are the moments when you stop recording, usually, and you have a pause, you make an interval, and something happens like there's a radio talking and saying something and you are going to answer and to make your contribution to this. And finally you, you, you find out that this is an incredible magic piece of music which is, was just came into existence. On his song Persian Love, Shukai taped an Iranian singer off the radio and made her a part of his composition. This was as well a necessity. I, I was so much working on that piece and everything was finished, but I was looking for a singer. I couldn't sing somehow and so it was the morning five o'clock and I heard this Iranian voice and this, this, this uh, poet couple and uh, it fitted perfectly. You can say it was a sort of a synchronization. You switch in the radios, you switch in the tape recorder and leave them both alone and switch it off and you say, there we are, there we are. was cited as an influence by punk rockers like John Lydon of the Sex Pistols, and bassist Ja Wobble made several albums with Shukai in the 1980s. He kind of saw things like movies as well. I mean, I, I know the, the album called Movies, he, there were five, I remember he told me there were 5,000 edits on movies. 
which is a lot of edits, you know. Um, and he was into loops, and he'd be working with, you know, cut-ups and loops. You know, he was working the way a lot of people ended up working in the digital era. I can remember how he recorded guitars on very speed on a multi-track. So you'd record it with a, with a very speed down and then put it back and it'd come back transposed upwards and it'd work out how you could keep it in tune. And it, So you hear those guitars, they're guitars, but they sound like some weird balalaika or something, you know? They're really like weird sound. Records released an album of canned cover versions by contemporary musicians in 1998. And artists from Wax Taylor to Orbital owe much of their aesthetic to Shukai. David Sylvian was another artist influenced by Shukai. He used him on his first two solo albums and then collaborated with Shukai on two CDs, Flight and Premonition, and Flux and Mutability. Sylvian says Shukai gave him a new way to make music. I've been working with Holger Shukai on a couple of projects and the way that we were working was very interesting. For me, it was um, the idea of improvisation using the, the uh, a basic performance, which goes down to tape, which is improvised as the, the, the loose structure for a, for a composition, which you then build upon. They are special albums. They are so unconventional, and they are sort of, as well, they are soundscapes or something like this. They are sounding landscapes, something like that you could, you could say. Holger Schukai was a student of Stockhausen, the enfant terrible of the avant-garde. He really shares a stronger sensibility with John Cage, especially in his use of humor in music. If you are lucky, a smile can <laughs> you get a smile, and really, somehow, at least once or twice, you are really lucky about that. This is where the humor comes in. <laughs> Kimberly Haas bringing us a remembrance of Holger Shukai. I still remember hopping on trolleys in Cologne, shocked that Holger insisted we not pay. And I'll never forget the large outdoor TV aerial that he had in one room with tape loops hanging off all the tines like Christmas tree tinsel. Holger Shukai left the planet in September of 2017. A great collection of his work has just been released called Cinema. It's on the German Groenland label. It includes most of the songs from his first three influential albums and the best of many that came after. It also has unreleased tracks including an early stab as a jazz musician and a more recent piece using the voice of Karl Heinz Stockhausen, his teacher. Go to Weko's website to check out my five favorite Holger Shukai albums or just pick up Cinema. We'll have a link there for you. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for being with me in the Echoes podcast today. Next week, we head into space with a child of German space music, Chuck Van Zyl. You can catch more podcasts at echoes.org, Apple Music, or in your free Echoes app. See you next week. Echoes.